The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I'm your host, Raider Greg, and I hate to say it, but not really. I freaking told you so. I knew our Raiders could kick the living bird shit out of the Ravens at home. I knew it. And saying that, let's get on to this show. Show 574. Alright, Raider Nation, on today's show, we will have the post game for the Ravens visiting Las Vegas. Yes, the 33-27 victory of the Las Vegas Raiders. We got a hit on that for sure. What a game. Everyone's gotta go see their freaking cardiologist. Man, we got a hit on that. We have a pregame for. The Pittsburgh Steelers are arch nemesis for decades. Yes, they have hated us. They don't even know. These young guys probably even don't know the hate that has been involved with the Raiders versus (laughs) the Steelers. What a rivalry. What a game. We'll hit on that too. The bone line's blowing up. I'm loving it. It's football season. I just love it. That's right. If it flies, it dies. That's my motto for the Raiders because all the birds in the NFL deserve the same message. If it flies, it dies. Tied at 24. The towels are waving again. It has been a dandy. This will be a 47-yarder. 47-yarder. For Justin Tucker. Got it. Dead on. Mr. Automatic. 27-24, and the Raiders have 37 seconds. 37 seconds. 37 seconds and no timeouts. Hey, I'd be surprised if we went to overtime. Steps up, fires middle, got it, they gotta hurry, they gotta hurry, the clock is moving, there's Carr backing up, steps up, gonna fire on the right side, grabs it, they gotta hurry, balls at the 36 yard line, they gotta hurry, they gotta give Carlson a chance. Here comes Daniel Carlson to see if he can send this game to overtime. Good snap, good hold, kick on its way, yes baby, Four quarters are not enough to decide it. 27-27, going to overtime. Hey, 
draws back up, goes way back, trying to buy, has to check it down. And out of bounds, Renfro down the sideline, still going across the 40 yard line. I thought for sure he was out of bounds. Third four. See if it's third and Renfro. Throwing that way, and it is Edwards. Touchdown! Got it! What a great play. going to depend on where they spot it. This is going to get spotted at the two-inch line. I'm almost certain. After review, the runner was short of the goal line with the ball at the one-yard line. Third down. Right from outside the five. Stands in the pocket. Fires deflected high. Intercepted. Intercepted by the Ravens in the end zone. Oh, my goodness. Oh, mercy, my. And so now the Ravens will take over on their own 20-yard line, giving Lamar Jackson a chance here with 6-13 remaining in overtime. Third and seven. Jackson trying to get out, can't do it. He's taken also, down, and it's out. Raiders say they got it. Raiders say they recovered it. Nassib was in there. He sacked him. Carl Nassib with the sack. Raiders football at the Ravens. 27. Now a field goal wins this game. Okay. Now the question is, you are in field goal range right now for Daniel Carlson. So warm him up. Ravens will play down and 14. Ravens are going to blitz. Send Derek Carr back in. Here they come. Blitz is picked up. Jones is open. Jackpot, baby. Vegas touchdown. This time, no doubt. Put it in the W column, baby. This one's over. Fans are invited. And the Raiders treat them to an instant classic. On a beautiful Monday afternoon, evening I would say, Raider Randy and his beautiful wife, Raider Lisa, trucks right on in to the brand new stadium there at Allegiant, along with 65,000 screaming, raging, well there were a few purple jerseys in there uh, sprinkled in, I am told. What a freaking contest, what a game. I mean, my heart's still going through lapses and beats from it. I swear the first two quarters were just painful. <laughs> the hope, the only hope that I was seeing in the first two quarters of football was our defense. You could see that we were forcing three and outs on these guys, and it was with the pressure up front. Let me just start off with the Mad Max Crosby. 16 pressures, more than any other defensive player the first week of the NFL. 
Thus, he became the NFL Defensive Player of the Week. Well earned. The guy is a freaking machine. Now, he had a lot of help with Ngakwe. I mean, we lost some players, too. I'll go over that. But our defense played freaking lights out. Secondary, I mean, this K.J. Wright guy is the real deal. Our additions to defense paid off immediately. What a flipping game. The first two quarters, you could see the offense was not even close to being in sync. And Derek Carr, please, man. Everyone's singing his praises. Yeah, he had a great game. 435 passing yards. Two TDs, one interception that was not his fault. Six-yard run. This guy played his ass off, I got to say. But along the way, you know, it's you get a good with the bad, you get the good. So there was some bad along with his play as well because a lot of his passes were high. A lot of his passes were behind the intended receiver. Um, but we won. I'm not going to sit here <laughs> and pick a chicken. Because let me tell you, we beat these guys a lot of fans made some money in Vegas this night. Because if you bet with your team, then damn, you deserve to win with these guys because it was crazy. Lamar Jackson had his rushes, 86 yards, 235 passing yards. He was in insane. I don't even know still to this minute how we contain this guy. But... I just know that they did. And Mad Max was in his face all game long. In my eyes, the defense saved the entire game. If it wasn't for the defense, we never would have had an opportunity to win this game. Hats off to the defensive squad and special teams are kicker, please. 63-yard punt. 62-yard punt? What a freaking beast. Jano. Put Jano to shame, really. Runbacks were nothing special, but nothing bad. And our kicking team is absolutely insane. The crowd was roaring. On third down, you couldn't hear yourself think. It was amazing. What an experience. <laughs> what a way to kick off a new place to call home. This game, there has to be a name. Somebody call in the bone line and please give me a name for this game. Because I don't know what you would call it, but it deserves one because it was the best freaking Monday night football game I have ever seen. Prime time, Monday night football, and they did it the right way. It was the ultimate Las Vegas show. It had Vegas twists. Style. It had turns. It had right. ups. It had downs. Gamble. It had an ending. Right. It had an ending that... That really wasn't the ending. And then you stick around for more and you think it's going to be a bad ending. And then it ends up suddenly being a good ending. It was amazing. It was awesome. And I'm so happy for Raiders fans because, look, at, at one time or another, I'm accused of hating every team in the NFL because, God forbid, I will say out loud the things that fans of each team should be concerned about. It is proper. It is fitting. It is just. It is fair. It is football. 
for the fans who show up for the first game at a new stadium played by their team to enjoy a victory. That's that's the way it should be. Uh, the way it played out last night was exactly the way it should be. Even if the Raiders don't win another game this year, that was the game to win. That was the night to celebrate properly showing up at the new stadium. And hello, Chris. Welcome back. Hey, Mike. Thanks a lot, man. Good to see you. Uh, I, I'm with you. It was awesome. It was a lot of fun to watch. I, I give the Raiders a lot of credit. I mean, they overcame a lot of obstacles in this football game. Yeah, first game in the home stadium. You know, I heard John Gruden talk about, like, Baltimore is, like, one of the worst teams you could start the season off with. No doubt about it. You know, so they took a little while to find their footing, but then make the comeback and, and really, I mean, had a fourth and one stop down there in the red zone. Uh, and, and of course, then the end of the game, everything there, it was just uh, – it was. It was a lot of fun to watch. I give John Gr- Gruden and, and Derek Carr a lot of credit for just hanging in there and being gutsy against a, a Baltimore team that – we're kind of used to seeing them win those type of football games somehow, some way. So, uh, good sign for the Las Vegas Raiders. Stat of the night, under John Harbaugh in the regular season, the Ravens had been 81-0 and when leading by 14 wow. points. Yeah. The only other time they lost from up 14 was in the playoffs against the Patriots. Remember, they were up 14 points oh, two different yeah, times. That was the game with the know the rules. Right. That that. Started. May or may not have laid the foundation for the other rules being broken. Right. Yeah. Different issue <laughs> altogether. It was the fourth quarter in overtime that was so damn compelling. 33 points on 11 drives in the fourth quarter in overtime by the two teams. And it got really nutty when Brian Edwards makes the catch that makes us believe the game is over beautiful catch stopped for the ball reached out you could tell the official kind of hesitated for a nanosecond but he said you know what i'm not calling this anything other than a touchdown that's why we have replay review and that that is why we have replay review they, they were hugging they he were jumped off sides and then this happened and then third and goal the missile through the hands of yeah. Willie Sneed popped up in the air and picked off. Wow. And then the pass rush. Fumble number two. All night long. Second fumble. There it is. Raiders get back. And then there was that weird confusion. On second and nine, they decided, screw it, we're going to kick the field goal. Nobody told and the kicker they, they, they were going to kick Daniel the field Carlson, goal. And they ran out of time. Yeah. So they get pushed back five yards. And then, And boom. they say, oh, what the hell? All out blitz by the Ravens. Marlon Humphrey pulls up. Let Zay Jones catch it. I don't know. I joked last night. Yeah. I joked last night that Humphrey stopped to make sure Jones was so wide open that maybe he'd drop it. But that was that was something. Look at that, Chris. Yeah. I can't even make that out. Win probability chart, all over the place, like an EKG of a of uh, somebody who had uh, you know been eating uh, bacon by the fistful every day for thirty years. <laughs> it really was. It, it was an amazing end, you know, of events. There, get to, you know, win the game. You think, review it. You're short. Quarterback sneak, not get in. Rookie right tackle, jump off sides. Third down, throw a ball. Pr- car under pressure, so he puts a little too much mustard on the football. I think the guys on the telecast kind of said it the right way. You know, he went to the right place, but, you know, we've had these conversations with a little Trey Lance. Sometimes, and I thought Brian Greasy explained it right, those short routes, you got your head turned, now you turn back to look at the quarterback and you don't have a lot of time sometimes to locate the ball. And if the ball's thrown like a rifle, which it was there, 
you know, it went through his hands, uh, uh, Sneed's hands. And I think Sneed would say, like, man, I, I, Willie Sneed, I should catch that. But that, that was tough. I mean, how you know it's tough is the ball went through the hands and the defender behind him still couldn't even react and the ball went off his head. So you know the ball was thrown hard just from that, you know, standpoint. But uh, the Ravens, I mean, you know, I, a lot of credit to the Raiders the Ravens there. I don't know, Mike. Let me just ask you this. The last play of the game there. Would you go all out blitz like that? Or would you kind no. of play? Yeah, I, I was a little I was a little surprised by that. I'd want to see the kicker make the field goal and have the pressure to do that. I wouldn't have let them off the hook. And the Raiders consistently all night showed they had answers for the all-out blitz. I mean, the whole second half, I mean, every big play, the Ravens, all-out blitz, and they got gashed a bunch of times. So I was a little surprised that the, the Ravens went that route. But as you see right there, Derek Carr was schooled well. You know, Gruden had answers for the Baltimore Ravens defense once they settled in and figured out what to do. And every time the Ravens blitzed, they gashed them for the most part. I mean, we're not used to seeing the Ravens give up those type of yards, get dominated at the line of scrimmage, completions all over the place. And guess what? I think it's a sign to come for the Baltimore Ravens. Wouldn't be shocked if they blow another 14-point lead at some point during the year with the current status of their team. And we'll focus more on what went wrong for the Ravens last night. But on that specific play, Chris, Next yeah. Gen Stats says the Ravens sent eight pass rushers. Only the second time a defense has done so in overtime since 2016, Gruden said we knew they were going to all-out blitz. That's what right. they do. Right. And the Raiders really uh, were resilient. Yeah. And... I, look, I I thought that that Derek Carr was off target on plenty of throws. Now sure. he still completed sixty six percent of his passes, but the misses were not like drops or close. There were some where Darren Waller got a hand on it, and there there was one where Darren Waller reached back and got a hand on a play where he was open, even though they had three guys around him. They Bermuda triangled him, yeah. and he still was able to have the ball come his way. And he reached back, and it caromed off his hand. And and you could see Derek Carr doing the get two hands on it. How do you expect him to get two hands on it when he's running one yeah, direction, the ball's behind him? He's not going to get the other hand up there. You've got to put the ball where he is not where he's got to use that incredible catch radius. And that catch radius is the kind of thing that bails out an inaccurate passer because there were multiple catches last night that were too high for a normal target, but not for Darren Waller because he's got those long arms that he throws in the air yeah. and makes those catches. No, I know. I mean, he's the star of their football team. I mean, Darren Waller, that is. I mean, I mean what was it, 19 targets? That, that's yes. that's insanity and the membranity. Okay, that really is. You don't see that very often. I mean, that's like uh, that just shows you shows you how talented the guy is. And you you know, Mike Mike, I'll echo you there. Yeah, he was a little off target early, but again, you know, you, you don't play in the preseason, so that there's that aspect. And then like we just talked about a little, the Ravens' defense is not exactly like the easiest team to settle into the season with to start. Like, oh hey, let's play the Ravens. I mean, it's controlled chaos when you play the Ravens, which is going to lead to, you know, balls being dropped, balls being a little off target, especially when you've been through training camp. And I don't care how much you practice the Ravens blitzes and everything like that, because I know Gruden, Gruden's going to, uh, we're going to be obsessed with all those blitz packages. But I do think that's what led them to be off target a little bit. Once they got down fourteen nothing, though, then it was it was really a different game from that that point on.
And really, the Ravens had no answers for the Raiders from that point on. The Raiders moved the ball after being down 14-0 at will on the Baltimore Ravens defense the whole game. I mean, would have scored another, you know, got more points in the second half, go, you know, going forward on the fourth and short down there in the, the Ravens area. So, uh, I'm, I'm, Derek Carr played good, and that's a gutsy performance against a tough scheme. You know, you got a new offensive line. And you saw the, the, like, the general at work there. Again, and I know Brian Greasy talked about it because, you know, Greasy, like me, we've, we've been through the John Gruden experience. And once he gets his hands on you long enough, hey, he's going to teach you how to – he's going to give you answers for every blitz, every coverage. But, you know, I thought Derek Carr was pretty decisive, tough in the pocket throughout the night, knew what the Ravens defense was trying to do, and made a lot of high-level throws and really – um, you know, of course, was a big reason why they won the football game. When he beats you on that all-out blitz once and you use it again with the game on the line, aren't yeah. you basically saying to the guy, we don't trust you, we don't respect you, we don't think you can deliver? I, uh, like you, Baltimore, you mean? Like they're saying that yes. to him? I, yeah. I think. But, you know, it's a little bit in Baltimore and Wink Martindale's DNA. Like when their back's against the wall, they're a little bit like, we're, we're coming and we're going to see how you handle pressure because we're used to pressure for on our side. We don't care. And we're going to make you make the play. We're not going to like let your offense scheme up something and stress our zone coverage and have a three-on-two in a little short area. So, I, you know, I, again, I don't know how Wink Martindale could think, hey, we don't think you'll deliver after Derek Carr burned that all-out blitz a whole bunch of times, you know, especially there in the fourth quarter. And there you see the stats kind of justify that. Seven for Amazing 11. numbers. Whoa. Amazing. Exactly. And I think that's even more reason to why you go, well, I don't know why they all out blitz there at the end. I mean, I understand they're trying to make something happen, maybe get them deeper in field goal position, have to kick a deeper field goal. Um, but but either way, Carr and, and Gruden showed that they had all the answers for these blitzes as the game went on, and they were not affected by it, and he knew exactly where he wanted to go. Let's hear from Derek Carr on last night's victory that properly christened Allegiant Stadium. You know, we, we won the game, man, you know, and it, it feels so good, so especially to win the first one. We won, <laughs> you know. Uh, uh, let's, uh, we should add that to my career winnings, Josh. Probably add that one tonight. That one will help. Uh, it, I was just waiting for Josh to say something, you know. I was kidding. I love you, man. I hope you know that. I, I enjoy it. You're just so negative, but I love you. Uh, uh, <laughs> Oh, that's great. That's, that is uh, great. I, I, bet, I bet that's one of the many Twitter accounts that Derek Carr has blocked. That was really good, though. Don't give He's that up. Into he showed what he is. He is. That's exactly right. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah you're right. He's becoming John yeah. Gruden. Yeah, he really is. After I love you. I love you, this man. Is I love you, Season man. four. He's <laughs> yeah. becoming. He is becoming John Gruden. He is. I mean, he is. And that's what Gruden wants. Gruden wants mini Gruden to play quarterback for the football team, except he wants a guy that's got more talent than Gruden to, to play the position, certainly. But, you know, hey, listen, we want to see edge from Derek Carr sometimes and things like, you know, things like that. We want to see that, and hey, there's a little edginess for you. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't mind it. Derek Carr has definitely changed his attitude, his leadership style the last few years. I don't ever have the sense anymore, like at the end of football games, when Derek Carr gets the ball, I go, there's a good chance they're going to go down and score a touchdown. Uh, you can say what you want. You can be a hater and everything like that. I'm not talking about you, just people in general. That, but we saw last year him answer the bell a whole bunch of times. Of course, Kansas City and some other games. But, uh, yeah, that was, a, that was a really good performance. 
and their offense is going to be tough to handle. I mean, they got weapons. I mean, we, you know, we just got to see Henry Ruggs still not popping. I mean, the fact that they're talking about Brian Edwards and, and, and players like that more than they are the top 15 pick from last year is a little concerning, but still, Kenyon Drake, Josh Jacobs, Waller, uh, it's a still pretty good group, and especially with Hunter Renfro working the slot. It was the best freaking Monday night football game I have ever seen. Filled with more passion, more crazy plays, more ups, more downs, more of everything. I mean, this was what makes sports and football just so amazing to me. It just freaking amazes me. Walter targeted 19 times and catching the ball. You know, he dropped a few as well. There's a few guys that did. Nobody really got into the passes until the second half. Derek Carr looked like a deer in the headlights until the second half. Yeah, I don't know if they gave him a Valium or whatever, a Prozac, whatever it may be, but he calmed down and started feeling his rhythm and feeling his receivers after that second half because after that, it was on. Now, Jacobs didn't help us very much at all with his turf toe. I'm worried about our team. Our injuries are crazy, by the way. McCoy, Good, Mariota, Ngakwe, all on the injured list right now. We don't know. I, you know, I don't know about Mariota coming back. Same injuries he's had for probably 10 years, it seems like. Good and McCoy don't look good or McCoy. Uh, looks like they might have uh, season enders, which would be a bummer for Good and McCoy because he's trying to make a comeback. Bummer. Great player. Create a lot of havoc in his single game with the Raiders. But if you'd have told anyone, and I mean anybody in the world that you know, that the Raiders would have come back from a 14-0 at the half against the Ravens, they'd have laughed to your face. <laughs> Some louder than others, but guaranteed. Now, if you would have said the Raiders for sure were going to win, they would have probably said, well, that's how you Raider fans are now, aren't you? You're damn right. <laughs> that is how we are. But I knew we could win this game. Renfro, key position. I mean, crazy. Um, the end with the near touchdown. Give me a break. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The poor Ravens had to had to requiesce twice. They had to you know, say how bad it was. Sorry you guys lost. That whole thing. They had to go through that thing twice. Brutal enough that they had to do it once. Their coach, not very happy. Not very happy at all. I'm worried about Jacobs. I'm worried about a couple other players. Our offensive line, not everybody's saying how much hurt they are. But there's, you know, there's enough hurt to go around. But Carr, 20 for his last 23 passes. I mean, the guy was on fire late in the game. He had The game was on him again. We're the second best comeback of the fourth quarter team in the last few years. I think the only ones who beat us are the Cardinals, which sounds crazy enough. But, you know, this <laughs> this can't go on for my flipping heart, man. <laughs> uh, tough schedule. You guys knew it. You saw it with me. Always, We all took a big gulp when they, we saw our first five games. Brutal. So this is the first one, and we got this one out of 
the flippin' way. Listen, <laughs> we need we need Mariota to get healthy. A 31-yard 30, run, which totally stunned the Ravens. They were not even close to ready for that. We got to get him to do that a few more times. Gosh, this guy keeps getting hurt. Like now it bothers me. It never bothered me before, but now if he was our number one, he'd be unavailable. That that kind of stuff really does bug me and worry me. So I just want to say congratulations, Raiders, and to all you guys who went to the game. Man, God bless you guys for representing uh, huge, big time. The Raven fans were there in minuscule numbers. I love to see that. Reminds me of home here because that's what it's like at the Coliseum, as you well know. I mean, some of the moments of this game, I'm sure I'm missing a lot of them, but holy mackerel. Who could sit down during this game? Tell me, please, because I sure as hell couldn't. <laughs> Gosh. In freaking sane. Good job, Raiders. I mean, I'm sure I'm missing something, but shit, not much, because I'm still freaked out that we won this game. Great job. Good team win. Got to put another one together next week. And, uh, well, to all the naysayers before this game, neener, 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 mothers. And you know what I mean by that. And that is all I have to say about that. We're from the town with the great football team. We cheer the Pittsburgh Steelers. Tomlin's our hero, we're still number one! Go out and get Ben Steelers! Big Ben, Heath Miller, Santonio, and Ward. We love you, Pittsburgh Steelers! All right, Sunday, at September 19th at 10 a.m., the Las Vegas Raiders 1-0 visit the Pittsburgh Squealers that are also 1-0. And they beat the Bills. So they're feeling pretty good right now, too. But the Raiders have to travel, and it's an early game. Two things that are not the best, but we got to talk about it. The Pittsburgh Steelers present some issues. Uh, one of them is Mike Tomlin, an excellent coach, a severely intelligent man who can communicate with any player on a level, I don't know, He's crazy. He's a very, very good coach. They've been coached well. Uh, never had a losing season. You know, not a lot of coaches can say that. And he was uh, he was tutored under John Gruden. It's it's interesting you hear him talk about uh, John. It's interesting. But on the same token, <laughs> their team is stacked. They got great wide receivers. Uh, the running back a little bit of problem, but their offensive line is Mahler, and their defense is probably the best, if not top four. This is going to be an issue, especially going to their house. Um, we're going to play them at home. It's going to be a hard game, tough game, but you know what does very well against the Steelers are tight ends, and we have probably one of the best tight ends in the business 
and you thought we used him a lot last game, we're going to use him up a lot more during this contest. I just hope he doesn't get hurt. Ugh, that would be just devastating. So I'm hoping we switch up some tight ends. I'm hoping we we have enough. We should work some things around and change our offense at least a little bit. Uh, this is a great pass rush. They got the best pass rusher in the league by far. T.J. Watt is no joke. Number 90 is a machine, and he's going to come quick. Carr's going to have to get rid of the ball immediately. Um, if we could run the ball, it would be so helpful because, well, they're very good on the run as well, but they're also susceptible on some running plays, I'm telling you. This is going to be a really tough pill. But I'm telling you now, too, we have a team that can do it. We have a no stop, no, you know, no give up in us. So far, so good. I mean, this is the first game of the season. This will be the second game of the season that's going to prove to be a challenge for the Las Vegas Raiders. And come on, we got to put our big boy pants on and go and play these Steelers in their house and beat their ass. And that's as simple as that. And I know our defense is getting the message. And I know other teams are starting to get the message about our team as well. They have film now. I just hope our offense can open up a little bit more and challenge their defense better in every way. I think Carr should depend less on Waller and more on other receivers, even though Waller might be our primary. I just feel that this is a game. If we win this game, think about it for a second. Two games in which nobody on the entire planet thought we could win. Now that's a statement. This would be a statement game like no other game. And I'm telling you, there's so much hate between the Steelers and the Raiders. If you don't know about it, check your history, bro, because it's there. I hate the Steelers. I hate the Steeler fans. <laughs> uh, they kicked us around for a while. They kicked us around for a while until we grew up and we put our big boy pants on and checked it out. I think our secondary will play way better. I think our linebacking core will be handled. I think we've learned a lot from the last game. I think we can beat the Steelers at home. I don't know what the line is. It's probably at least a touchdown because everyone is handing the Steelers the championship already. Yep, they say this. it's going to be the Steelers and Tampa Bay. That makes me sick. It's not, oh, it makes me sick to even say that. <laughs> I hate it. The Steelers also have an excellent special team squad that will prove to be problems on the return, if we, we don't have a good gunner in there, trust me, they do great on returns of punts and kicks. Check out the film. This will be a tough game for the Raiders, trust me, but I do have faith. I have faith because I saw a lot in this last game. And I have faith because we've picked up some other guys to come in and fill some holes. I love our defense. I think it's just going to get better. Defense takes longer to cure than an offense. A defense takes longer to gel, longer to get straight, longer to get right. 
I think this is a great challenge for our defense, and I think it'll be a great challenge for the offense. Let's see what happens. We beat one of the big boys in their division. So let's see if we can take the Steelers down. Let's do this, Raiders. And that is all I have to say about that. All right, let's hit the bone line, 1-800-620-7181, 1-800-620-7181. It's lively. It's wonderful. It's a victory Monday. 1-800-620-7181. That's the number. Get on the bone line. It's an exciting season. All right, who's first? And our first caller is Raider Steve from Las Vegas. What's happening, my brother? A little excited? Raider Greg, it's Raider Steve in Vegas. Dude, it's game day. I'm stoked. First game in Las Vegas. Uh, been waiting like four years for this, man. I couldn't sleep last night. Uh, give me strength to get through this day of work before I have to go to the game. I, if I hadn't just changed jobs, I would have taken the days off. Uh, it's going to be rough. After watching all the games yesterday, man, I just, you know, I got this sick feeling in my stomach. We've got to win tonight, man. I know it's a tough draw against the Ravens. I think we can beat them, but we need to beat them, man, because the Chargers look good. God, the Broncos look good. Even though they play the Giants, I don't know. I mean, you know, Every four games in the NFL, it feels like a new season, you know. Uh, you just – there's so many ebbs and flows. But yesterday, everybody looked good, man. I wish the Chiefs had lost. We need to get this W, man, or we're just going to hear about it all week. I can't – I cannot handle that. We need to come out and destroy the Ravens. I think we can. I think we'll be ready. This is the best team we've had um, since 2016. But other than that, I think this team is better than the 2016 team. And as far as – and the Raider Nation podcast is concerned, this is probably our best team ever since I've been listening, man. So this is it. I think we can make the playoffs this year, and who knows if we can get into the playoffs. You know, like, we can get in, it's anybody's game. But, man, the whole league looked good yesterday. I'm nervous. I'm fired up. Uh, I probably, you know, I'm going to get – I'm going to probably have too many beers tonight. But, God, I hope it's good, man. Uh, anybody going to the game, God, let's, let's just scream our heads off, man. And let's get this W. Go Raiders! Well, Raider Steve, you were treated to an excellent and epic Monday night football event, my brother. I knew we could win. You knew we could win. And we won. And that puts us right up and even with everybody else in the West. And everybody just had to shut their pie hole. Thanks for the call, brother. Raider Ads is in the house. What you got for us, my brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. What a great win. Oh, my God, man. We won this game twice. Trevor Carr bought us through. Came through for the 25th freaking time. Oh, my God. Roller coaster of emotions doesn't explain this game. Ugh, Willie Nohan Sneed dropping the pass for the inception. They call, they call the players off the field. 
I'm watching the game with my my Niner homie. Uh, whatever, he's a good guy, but he's still a fucking Niner fan, man. But uh, and he's he's talking the most trash. So we came through to a car to Zay who who Zay what off the bench Jones like what he throws a little like an alley oop like like he's Kobe Bryant Shaq or something man anyway man love you guys this is Raider Av Raider AVE from BBB long time first time go Raider well see no one thought we could win. And your buddy, your Niner fan friend, he was hoping he was right like everybody else, but he was wrong. (laughs) I love it, my brother. I just love it. All right, who's next? I don't know who it was, but they're awful happy leaving the game. (laughs) Hey, Raider Randy! We out here. We just witnessed a beautiful game, man. Offense, defense, pulled it out. They both played their heart out. Me and the wifey taking some uh, tequila victory shots. Derek Carr played his ass off. It was a little rough this in the beginning, but pulled it off. Had to win the game twice. Fuck the refs. But we did it, baby. Party in Vegas. Let's go. Steelers are next. Tequila shooters, the whole nine yards. You know the Raider Nation was rocking after this one, man. You know it. Appreciate the call, man. And our next caller is my good brother, Raider Dan, from Kansas City. What's happening, my good brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Raider Dan from KC. Man, man, man. As your show starts off, the autumn wind is a Raider. That was Raider football. Defensively, that was Raider football. I just want to talk about one person. When they played the Chiefs, I told you I saw that guy. 2016 MVP candidate, Derek Carr. A lot of people hate on him. A lot of people, a lot of Raider fans in my job hate on him. Heck, my own mother doesn't like Carr. So he can't win with him. I keep saying, that dude is back. I've seen that dude back. When he beat the Chiefs, I've seen him, he's back. His press conference, his brother, Jay Jones, his other brothers out there, they rallied around him. He threw him on his back. You can't say he didn't do it. Gruden, man, I'm going to stay on the positive. The play calling was ridiculous. But Derek changed the plays in the fourth quarter. He changed the plays. Overtime, he changed the plays. The all-out blitz, walk-off home run, wow. As Brett Musburger would say, jackpot Las Vegas. I'm out. Go Raiders. Yeah, man, I got to tell you, I was it was shaky for Carr in the first half. I mean, he was throwing some pretty bad passes, honestly. But guys are dropping balls too. Let's not forget that. But he, without him, this game would not have happened. Without him, we never would have made it 
to that last final overtime win. He carried the team. That's the end of it. Let's just keep going. Um, our team finally has a defense. We've been waiting for it forever. So now maybe he'll have an opportunity to win more contests like this, brother. But I'll tell you one thing. Kansas City definitely opened their eyes when they saw us beat these guys. And our next caller is Raiders Chris from Scranton, PA. My good brother. Damn, it's football season, I can tell. For sure. What you got for us, my good Raider brother? Raider Greg. Raider Randy. This is Raider Chris, Scranton, PA. Long time since I called in. And man, what a hell of a win. What a hell of a win. I was sitting here with a couple of my friends. One was a Chiefs fan, which is actually a very good friend of mine. I made him drink outside of a Raiders glass in my home. Uh, Who roots for the Raiders when we don't play them? But man, what a hell of a game. What a hell of a game. Where do I start? First and foremost, get well. McCoy, that hurts. That hurts. I hate seeing him getting carted off. Hurts. That hurts. Anyways, man, where do we go? Where do we go from this? Like, this was a team win. Everybody was ready to go. And you can see uh, Josh Jacobs. He wasn't 100%, but he gave it what he could. Um, Josh and Drake did their thing. But, man, I don't know what it is, but Nazib, he is my MVP. Didn't do much, but did enough. Man, what a hell of a game. What a hell of a game. Offense, defense. But Chucky looked lost. <laughs> he was just like, yeah, we did good. Yeah, we did this. We did that. But what a hell of a game. And we did it Raider style. We fought hard. We played hard. And they kept us all on the edge of our seats. So, Raider Nation, week one. And this is what we got. Monday night. I have to tell you, man, special teams and the defense in general. Mad Max? Mad Max was a crazy man. Um, crazy man. And Derek Carr, you got to give Carr's props, bro. I'm sorry, but you got to throw his name in there because he really did win this game. He cost us a lot in the first, but he did win this game for us. I got to tell you. So, yeah, man, it was a hell of a game, hell of a win. I hope your friend from Kansas City is very scared. And our next caller is the R. V. A Raider. He's in the house. What's you got for us, my good Raider brother? Raiders. Raider Greg. This is Raider Trip, a.k.a. the RVA Raider. Calling from Richmond, Virginia on a beautiful Tuesday morning. Day after the first game of the season against those birds. Man. What a game. Welcome back to football, everybody. Woo! 
That was sure an exciting one. And it was just amazing to see the difference in the defense from one year to the next. The, without a doubt, they saved us there. I don't even know who half these guys are. I tend to tune out a little bit during the off season. But, man, i tell you, they sure impressed me last night. Offense played as I expected they would pretty well, not mistake-free altogether. There's way too many penalties, almost cost us there in overtime. But, hey, I ain't complaining. They somehow managed to find a way to pull out the win, even after throwing a pick in the end zone at the end of the game. Oh, man. Living here on the East Coast, stayed up till past midnight for it. And it's a little later I normally stay up, but, man, I couldn't go to sleep for a couple hours after that. I was just way too excited. So I can't wait to see what the rest of the season brings. It's great to be back. Great to be with you all, Raider Nation. Everybody, I think we're going to have a great season. This is Raider Trip. I'm out. It does make a big difference. One year and a defensive coordinator. The hell of a difference. And, you know, I can't help but think to myself, The first 15 plays might have been scripted by the coach, and maybe that's why it was so bad. (laughs) I don't know, but uh, I do know I love the way the game ended. And this is the way. Let's just think about this for a second. (laughs) This is the way the Raiders win. Think about it. Thanks for the call, brother. And our next caller is Ruben from North Carolina. What do you have for us, my good bro? Raiders. What's up, Raider Nation? This is Ruben from North Carolina calling in on a victory Tuesday. Yes, sir. What a what a wild game that was last night, Raider Greg. Um, man, I am over here on the East Coast. I am one tired dog, but man, I am one happy dog to see. You know, our beloved Raiders pull out a win last night. You know, before I get started, I just want to say something. Um, you know, Derek Carr did his thing. You know, he did what we all expected him to do. He got off to a rough start. And, you know, got to give him his props for, you know, stepping up and shaking off all the receivers with all the drops. And what can I say about those receivers in that second half, especially in that fourth quarter? You know, who would have thought uh, Darren Waller would have had all those drops you know, all those missed passes thrown to him and stuff. But Edwards, Ruggs, third in Renfro, tiptoeing on the sideline. Give that man a new contract. Third in Renfro, he's probably my favorite Raider right now on the team. Jesus, so underrated and so sneaky. I, I love it. I, I just love watching him on the field and, you know, do damage to all pro DBs and safeties and, you know, the guy is, is phenomenal, but, you know, and and Dan Carlson, man, what a set of balls that guy has. Coming in in that spot and, and kicking that field goal to tie it, that's impressive from the young kicker. You know, he's a third-year kicker. That's that's pretty impressive. You got to get props to our D. Defense showed up. You got, you know, timely turnovers, turnovers in spots that we needed. You know, there's nothing more that can be said about Max Crosby. The guy is phenomenal. Um, I think he's going to have a really, really good year. He showed himself. He showed the NFL world who Max Crosby is last night. The guy is just 
awesome. And, you know, and I hate to say it, you know, I'm a, I'm a Chucky freak, but on that, on that last play in overtime when he brought, brought the offense back down the field and I was thinking to myself, what is Gruden doing? I mean, okay, we, we got five-yard penalty on a delayed game. Maybe he's going to try to get those yards back. But to call that play at that time, at that moment, balls, Brady Greg, balls. And um, I'll take it. You know, I, I don't care how, how we win. If it's one point or 100 points, I will take a win. It was a win. That's just, I don't know, man. It's just exciting. Well, I hope everybody else on the East Coast got enough rest for uh, going back to work today. That was a late ending for us, but man, I'm going to work with my, my Raiders shirt on and a big smile on my face, and I hope the Raider Nation uh, is doing the same. Um, I hope everyone has a good day, and all those that traveled to the stadium for the game last night, uh, safe travels back home. Uh, talk to you guys later. Bye. Great call, brother. Great call. Third and Renfro. You know, these are key players that we're going to take to the show. I'm here to tell you, this is the foundation that's going to take us over the top. I believe it very strongly. And Derek Carr, man, say what you will. He played a great game. Now, Chucky, I don't know, man. Jury's still out for me. But uh, I think the players are saving his ass, honestly. And the coaching staff is also helping. So defense, special teams. I mean, the team came to play, and we needed this W. Love the call, bro. And our next Colorado, Dallas, Texas, Raider Jesse James. He's in the house. Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Jesse James out of Dallas. Man, what a game, what a game, what a game. Uh, just, dude, all I got to say is 0.37 seconds. No timeouts, and the man gets us down there to allow us to give us the opportunity to make the comeback, to come back and take the game. Yes, it was an up and down battle, but if you're walking away from this game thinking this guy is not, or quarterback, or it's not elite, I don't know what game you're watching, or I don't know what game you've been watching. Carr, it's he's the man. We're going, we're calling him now as Derek Clutch Carr. Period. I'm out. I got to tell you, man, the first half, it looked bleak. But the second half, he came, he showed up, and he took the team on his back. Anybody, if you can't see it, I don't know what to tell you. Because I can sure see it. Sometimes, (laughs) he was giving me a stroke with the way he was passing the ball, though. Be quite honest. But he won. 37 seconds left to get us in field goal range, and we did it. You got to have a quarterback to do that, bro. Thanks for the call, man. Good one. And our next caller from the Cheese State. (laughs) The Cheesehead Raider, actually, is in the house. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation, this is the Chiefs Head Raider calling from Wisconsin, and what a nail-biter 
holy man, that was a fantastic game. Uh, got some uh, defensive dings there, Gerald McCoy. Uh, hopefully that uh, that's not a redo of that catastrophic injury he had before. Mad Max defense stud. Offense looked pretty good. Wow, not having Jacobs out there is really hurting us. We need to uh, get a power running back there. Maybe that rookie Riggs, we could put him on that active uh, roster to get some pounding down there because when Jacobs was in there running north to south, he was gashing them. When he went east to west, toe slowed him up, lost some yards. Uh, Derek Carr, um, I know you like Darren Waller, but there are other receivers on the field and I mean, Brian Edwards winds up catching three passes in the last 37 seconds, something like that. Um, hopefully those guys can, uh, you know, start clicking, start getting on the same page. Maybe it's just because they didn't play the preseason. I don't know. But if Waller is the only target we're going to have that's going to be um, a threat, ugh, might be a long season. Offensive line didn't look too bad. Give them some more time to gel. But, hey. Monday night, Raiders win. First game home with the fans. What can you say? Bring on the Pittsburgh Squealers. That's my beloved wife's team, so there'll be a little razzle going on then. Well, I'm done jaw-jacking. Raider Nation, Cheesehead Raider, and I am out. Yeah, you know, we... we... Waller got a lot of action because he was open a lot, A. And B, I don't think our offense has quite come together. And this game, it really didn't happen until the end of the game, till the fourth quarter, when he started to relax enough to see other receivers. Now, Waller was open a couple times. He didn't get the pass even. So I just think we got to let this team gel a little better, the defense and the offense. I'm concerned about our defensive tackles, but onward and upward. And boy, you're going to have a heck of a house this coming week. I hope we win, but boy, it's going to be tough for you, bro. (laughs) I love it. Well, I'm not sure if I got this handle right, but I think this guy said he was the vanilla Brilla from Indiana. Let's hear it, brother. Good morning, Raider Nation. It's a beautiful Tuesday morning after a hellacious win. This is the Vanilla Gorilla from Bristol, Indiana. Been listening for a while. It's the first time calling in. I figured I'd better call in before I, you know, had a stroke, a couple heart attacks. But man, what a game! Defense really stepped up in the past. If our offense was this slow getting off, we had been blown the hell out. But the defense really kept us in. I just want to say thank you for the podcast. It's been a lifesaver so many times. I've just been, you know, all the time wanting to get my fix with Raiders. And to hear you guys come on, bring us the news, and all the fans out there, all my Raider Nation brothers and sisters, thank you. Well, thank you for being a first-time caller, brother. I appreciate you calling in and letting us know how you're doing. Uh, listen, man, that was a crazy, epic contest, and every fan in the country 
and the world should be proud of that win, man. And it was the defense that saved the day. And our next caller is Raider Damien, formerly of Northern California and now from Texas. What is happening, my good brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is Raider Damien. I, <laughs> okay, let me just start this over again. I'm still all fired up from last night. It is now Tuesday morning here. Raider Damien calling in from Comal County here in South Texas. That was one hell of a game. So make a couple points and then I'll get out. I know everybody's going to blow up the bone line today. First of all, Mad Max and the Seed, those guys get the game ball. You know, that relentless edge pressure that they were putting on the offense of um, the Ravens, that was just amazing. Those guys get my game ball. Yeah, Carr came through. Yeah, Zay Jones came through when we had to do it, and that's all good. But I think that those two guys, Nasib and Mad Max uh, Crosby, they kept us in that game. So, gentlemen, it ain't over until it's over. The Ravens are a good team. We can hang with anybody now. We've already beat Kansas City. What is it that uh, Raider Dan uh, from Kansas City always says about the Chiefs? Well, I'm saying it too. I just ain't going to put the words out there. So enjoy this one, everybody. That was a hell of a win. We can hang with anybody this year. We just have to do our thing. We are going to have disappointments. We are going to have that anemic offense that we saw through the first half. But Carr came through when it was time. Everybody came through when it was time. Leatherwood, oh, God, he started playing really well, but, boy, then he started getting blown up. So we've got work to do. But the bottom line is, and this is the most important stat, I don't want to hear anybody talking to me about yards after catch or all of these other things. The only stat that matters is the win column, and we got that stat last night. Raider Nation, enjoy it. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, love you guys. Love you, Raider Nation. Have a good day, everybody. And Greg or Randy, I hope to see you all out here in Texas on Thanksgiving Day for that game against the Cowboys. If uh, you come out, please let me know. Uh, you can join our tailgate because we are going to do one hell of a Raider Nation tailgate in Arlington. Bye, y'all. Love the call, as always, bro. Nice take, as always. I think our defense showed up. I think Carr showed up. But Mad Max was the defensive player of the week for the entire league. Everybody got more pressures than any defensive player on any team, including the Chiefs. So, yeah, I think we made a statement, bro. And I think we made a statement to ourselves more than anyone else. And I think that statement's the one that's going to keep us going uh, through this next game with Pittsburgh, because it's going to be a meat grinder for everybody concerned. Appreciate the call, brother. And our next caller is the Wolverine Raider out of Michigan. What's going on there, my good bro? Raider Greg, this is the Wolverine Raider from Michigan. I just watched the game last night between, if you believe, the sports media uh, before and after the game. Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens against the Washington Generals. Just ridiculous. Um, no respect there. Um, the Raiders offense, they came out rusty, understandably, without any uh, preseason action. 
it takes time to get in rhythm. Uh, luckily, it didn't take too long. Defense looked fantastic compared to last year. Uh, they consistently got great pressure rushing only four. Um, and Baltimore got away uh, with a lot of holding that should have been called. Um, they would have had a, a half dozen sacks or, or more um, with any other quarterback than uh, uh, Jackson. Um, <clears throat> they can get that kind of pressure on Roethlisberger next week. Uh, we're winning that game next week in Pittsburgh. Um, Derek Carr was amazing in the clutch again. Um, the offensive line did pretty good in general. I think uh, they'll continue to improve as the year goes on. Um, you know, rookie mistakes are going to happen. Um, hopefully those will kind of subside as the year goes on. Uh, the media talking heads, like you were pointing out last week, I don't want to acknowledge any of this. Um, Cowherd uh, gave all the credit to Carr and Waller, which, I mean, they both played great. But you know, it's just, he'd still call them a 7-10 seven, seven football team uh, despite their performance last night. You know, just kind of dismissed everything, you know, the defense did, uh, the improvement. Um, uh, Waller did have that uh, uh, a couple drops, the one, the lazy one-hand attempt. I mean, in that situation, he's he's got to break stride, turn, and make that grab uh, for Derek Carr in that situation. I know he wants to keep his momentum and, you know, take it to the house, but he needs to do whatever he can to catch that ball and get the first down. Uh, which leads me to that uh, douchebag, Mike Florio, who's the worst on NB Sports Network. Unlike Howard, he just dogged Carr's performance um, and blame him for that incompletion and the early rustiness of the offense. Uh, he even criticized the way he talks and dresses at the post-game pressers. He said, I'm always interested in uh, what accent he's going to use this week. And, of course, he's got to come out in that sleeveless shirt, sun's out, gun's out. Uh, Mike Greenberg and his crew on Get Up hardly even acknowledged Carr or the Raiders in their analysis. Outside of the highlight segment, their follow-up discussion was, does Lamar Jackson need to force the ball downfield more? Um, just completely overlooking what the Raiders did last night. Um, you know, props to Keyshawn Johnson for naming uh, Eric Carr as an elite quarterback last week. I'm sticking to it this uh, this week on uh, first take. And uh, uh, Gruden should put clips together of how they get zero credit and just completely disrespected and show them to the team weekly. Uh, I can see them starting 5-0 if they play like they did last night, especially in the defense. Uh, I know you've been back and forth on Carr, but let me ask you this question. Oh, and any car haters or garbage callers can also win. You know, you're out there. In this salary cap league and factoring in the cap hit, who would you rather have needing a field goal on your own 20 with 46 seconds left and no timeout? Thanks for the podcast. I get so happy like a kid on Christmas morning when it pops up on my iPod uh, when I'm getting ready for work in the dark of the morning. Uh, Wolverine Raider out. First of all, great freaking call. I love the way you laid this out. It was perfect way to end this show. Derek Carr is the man. And Mike Florio has been a Raider hater since day freaking one. He's a hack. I don't know how the hell he got any street credit in media at all because he is just a hack. He has good guests on that hold his ass up. But other than that, he is a popcorn fart in media. Now, I know Colin doesn't know very much. 
He likes to think he knows everything, but all he does is listen to other guys who don't know much. So I'm not surprised the Raiders got no credit before or after the game. It was all about poor Lamar Jackson, how he didn't do this and how this and how his team didn't do this and that. Not about how the Raiders kicked their ass in the second half, how they got pummeled by the Raiders' defense, which was like 29th last year. This is what they don't see. This is what we see. I sure as hell hope this is motivation for this team, these clowns, because it's motivation for me. It was motivation enough for me to go, hey, wait a minute. We can beat these guys. We can beat the birds. I'm sure we can. And I said it, and we did it, not because I said it, but we did it because we got a team that can do it. And I think we can beat Pittsburgh, too, if our defense can stand up like it did this week. It could be all these idiots. I'd love it. Wouldn't you love it? I appreciate everybody calling, but would you not flippin' love it for all these garbage talkers to have to eat some of that garbage? I would freaking love it. And I love it every time they have to do it. So let's do it again next week, Raider Nation. Let's get out there. Let's kick some ass. And let's beat these Steelers, man. Because you know, if we play our best game, it can happen. I am Raider Greg, and I am out. <laughs>